0: Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of the Anatomy & Physiology On The Go podcast. The podcast intended to provide you with brief, important, big picture ideas and concepts in the realm of human anatomy and physiology. I am your host Gilda Harris and I am a professor at St. Philip's College in San Antonio, Texas. If you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you are made aware of all the newest content that I create. Without further ado, let's get on to the next episode. Today's episode of the Anatomy & Physiology On The Go podcast will cover cells. The human body has two categories of cells, somatic cells and sex cells. Sex cells, also known as germ cells or reproductive cells, are the cells of reproduction. In males these are called sperm cells, in females they are called oocytes all the other cells in the body are called somatic cells the primary difference between somatic and sex cells is the number of chromosomes and how they divide we'll get to that stuff in a later episode for now let's just focus on cells in general cells sit in a watery medium called interstitial fluid this is the fluid that is bathing the outside of the cell it helps bring oxygen and nutrients to the cell and to remove waste products from them. The inside of the cell is full of fluid called cytosol. The fluid outside of the cell is separated from the fluid inside the cell by the cell membrane. Think of it as a bathtub full of water balloons. The water in the bathtub is the interstitial fluid and the water inside the balloons is the cytosol and the wall of the balloons represents the cell membrane. The cell membrane is a phospholipid bilayer. We discussed what this means in episode 7 of this podcast. Please refer to that episode for a refresher. But in general, the phospholipid bilayer is a bilayer. The bilayer has a hydrophilic heads which face outwards on both sides of the watery environment and the hydrophobic tails face inwards. The hydrophobic nature of the tails prevents some ions and water-soluble compounds from freely crossing in and out of the cell. There are channels that span on the cell membrane to allow certain items to pass through if the conditions are correct. So that's the outside of the cell and the barrier between the outside and the inside. Now let's start talking about the good stuff, the inside of the cell. Everything inside the cell aside from the nucleus is the cytoplasm. The cytoplasm is made up of two things. It's made up of the cytosol, which is the fluid inside the cell and the organelles, which are the little structures inside the cell that have specific functions. Organelles can have either their own membrane or not. Those without a membrane are continuous with the cytosol and include structural organelles used to support the shape of the cell as well as ribosomes and proteasomes. We will discuss those soon but keep in mind that they are non-membranous. There are organelles that are isolated from the cytosol by having their own membranes and those include the mitochondria, the endoplasmic reticulum, the Golgi apparatus, the lysosomes and peroxisomes. Let's start with non membranous organelles. Ribosomes are organelles that are used to make proteins. As previously mentioned, proteins are incredibly important to life. Thus, their producer, the ribosomes, is also very important. There are two types of ribosomes one float freely in the cytosol and produce proteins that stay in the cell. The others are attached to the endoplasmic reticulum and manufacture proteins that enter the endoplasmic reticulum to be packaged so that they can be shipped out of the cell. Both of these ribosomes are non membranous. The other non membranous organelles that I want to briefly mention are proteasomes. These are organelles that contain enzymes to help break down damaged proteins for recycling. Now let's move on to membranous organelles. As previously mentioned, these include the mitochondria, the endoplasmic reticulum, the Golgi apparatus, lysosomes and peroxisomes. Mitochondria are considered the powerhouse of the cell because they take energy from food such as glucose and convert it into a molecule called ATP, which is the energy that the cells use in our body. The process of converting Glucose to ATP in the mitochondria is also called aerobic metabolism. Aerobic indicates that this process requires oxygen. This oxygen-dependent process produces about 95% of the ATP needed to keep a cell alive. Without oxygen, the cell will eventually die because they won't have enough energy in the form of ATP. There are two major types of endoplasmic reticulum, smooth and rough. The primary difference between the rough endoplasmic reticulum is that it has ribosomes attached while the smooth does not. These attached ribosomes give the ER a studded appearance which make it look rough. The smooth ER is important for producing phospholipids and cholesterol for cell membranes producing steroids for the reproductive system, and producing glycogen, which is the glucose storage component found in muscle and liver cells. As previously mentioned in this episode, ribosomes are attached to the endoplasmic reticulum and are used to produce proteins that are packaged so that they can be shipped out of the cell. The ribosomes make the protein and the endoplasmic reticulum encloses the protein in a transport vesicle to be sent to the Golgi apparatus. The Golgi apparatus has two sides, the forming face and the maturing face. The protein made by the ribosomes and transported by the ER enters the forming face of the Golgi apparatus and undergoes some modification as it moves towards the maturing phase. This modified protein then leaves the maturing phase of the golgi in a new secretory vesicle which then fuses with the plasma membrane of the cell and empties its content into the extracellular fluid so it can go to its final destination outside of the cell. Think of it like this. You write a letter and put it in an envelope, then you take the envelope to the post office to be shipped to its final destination. You writing the letter is like the ribosomes producing the protein. You packaging the letter into an envelope is the endoplasmic reticulum putting the protein into a transport vesicle. The post office then sending your envelope to its final destination is like the Golgi apparatus putting the protein into a secretory vesicle so it can leave the cell and go to its final home. The final two membranous organelles we will discuss briefly are lysosomes and peroxisomes. Lysosomes are powerful enzyme-containing vesicles produced by the Golgi. These lysosomes fuse with damaged organelles and other molecules or bacteria and release their enzymes to destroy their contents. Peroxisomes are smaller enzyme-containing vesicles that break down organic compounds like fatty acids. So that is for interstitial fluid, cell membrane, cytosol, and most of the organelles. But we have yet to discuss the most important organelle, the nucleus. The nucleus of a cell is the largest organelle and the control center of the cell. The nucleus is what determines what and what when proteins are to be made and when the cell should divide. The nucleus has its own membrane called the nuclear envelope. This nuclear envelope has pores known as nuclear pores allowing a passageway inside and outside of the nucleus. The nucleus has a core called the nucleoli which makes specific RNA called rRNA which we will talk about in a future episode. The nucleus also has free floating loosely coiled DNA called chromatin. If the cell is getting ready to divide then this chromatin will condense into tightly coiled chromosomes. This DNA is your genetic information and determines all the variables that make you as an individual from your eye color, your hair color, your skin color, all the way to your susceptibility to certain cancers due to your family inheritance pattern. I think that this is enough about the cell for now. In the next episode, we will discuss protein synthesis. I hope you enjoyed this episode and please be sure to follow this podcast so that you are made aware of all the newest content that becomes available. See you next time.